The Roman city Pompeii was destroyed 1,900 years ago. I guess about 150 artifacts are coming to the Museum of Science and Industry. Vula Saradakis is the Ph.D. curator of collections and archives there. Vula, it's John Williams. You're on WGN. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me on the program. Tell me about this exhibit. Well, we're super excited to have this here. Um, Pompeii, the exhibition, tells the uh, story of this ancient Roman city of Pompeii and the surrounding countryside that was forever uh, transformed by the catastrophic eruption of Mount Vesuvius in 79 AD. And uh, the city lay buried. It was hidden from view. It was frozen in time and forgotten for centuries until it was rediscovered approximately 250 years ago. And it's going to be a media-rich, immersive uh, exhibition. And as you mentioned, over 150 precious artifacts on loan to us from the uh, Naples National Archaeological Museum in Italy. So it's going to be, it is exciting. It's already opened and it's going to last until September 4th. I have in mind um, images of people frozen in their tracks. Uh, Can you talk about them, how that happened? And have you been able to approximate that or bring any of those remains to Chicago? Yeah, so there have been upwards to 2,000 or so of these casts that were created in Pompeii. Uh, We do have in the exhibition, we have several of those. Now, these are replicas. The originals are too fragile to actually leave Italy when the the originals are made. Um, And there does seem to be this, uh, this body cast fascination because... It clearly paints a picture of the death throes and agony that these people are, were in when they died. It's, it's very haunting, in fact, to see this uh, towards the end of the exhibition. And um, these body casts, as they were created with this Plaster of Paris um, method, would create the outlines of clothing or of cloth if they were holding something up to their nose or, or mouth to you know, prevent the suffocation from from happening. Or you'd see animals, there's horses and dogs just falling right there where they were standing when those surges happened with the the toxic gases and the ash. That's what it was. It wasn't lava that was streaming down upon them, but rather the rain of debris, hot, hot, hot ash that was burying them alive. Is that right? Yes, it's absolutely correct. So there wasn't much lava in this particular um, eruption of Mount Vesuvius. And it was more, there's several, uh, there's a couple of different types of volcanic uh, types of eruptions. And this one, where the lava flows from uh, that, that crater, it was blocked by uh, all this rock and pumice. And so when it exploded, erupted in 79 uh, AD, it, it spewed out this column 20 feet up into the air of rock uh, and pumice and gases. And those started raining down on Pompeii and the surrounding countryside. And then after that, there was a series of pyroclastic surges and ash surges. Um, And Pompeii wasn't even affected by the first couple of those. It was only the later surges which wound up completely covering Pompeii. And this story about the different types of volcanic eruptions and how that all played out is part of this exhibition as well. 
You used the word immersive a minute ago. What do you mean by that relative to this exhibit? Right. So um, we have uh, this 4D, we call it a 4D theater experience that demonstrates to our viewers and visitors um, how the 24 hours or so played out leading up to when Pompeii was completely devastated. And so you're standing in this theater, and I don't want to give too much away, but you're standing in the theater, and in addition to the visuals, you actually feel the rumbling of Mount Vesuvius, and you, you're going to see some of that, that ash, uh, it, it, smoke, and um kind of experience that 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 kind of uh, visual what it would have been like if you were standing there and there's a little bit of a smell of like ash as well and so we we want to create that kind of experience to really give our visitors a sense of what it was like to be there i'm equally uh, intrigued and terrified by that I, i wonder if that's for all audiences you know yeah, so there there are warnings in front because it can get a, it, it is on the louder side, um, and with the different lights, there are warnings for our uh, guests, and they could totally bypass that, or they could request, request uh, um, earphones as well. So we we've taken that into account as well. Um, I also see holographic gladiator display. Yeah. Uh, so was were there gladiators in Pompeii? Can you talk about that? Right. Well, after, um, so Pompeii was inhabited by several different peoples, but didn't become a part of the Roman Empire until approximately 89 uh, BC. And after it did, and the Romans came in, uh, there were a couple of thousand Roman uh, veterans and soldiers and families that moved into Pompeii. Uh, they brought with them some of the public works and types of buildings that the Romans had, including uh, public baths and the amphitheater. And so the amphitheater that was built in Pompeii uh, was built after um, it became part of the Roman Empire. And they brought in these uh, events, such as the gladiatorial games. And that is part of the exhibit, is to see these holographic uh, gladiators who are who fight each other. And they're each uh, they have different armors and different shields and different levels of experience. So we want our visitors to get a sense of what that aspect of Pompeian life was like. So isn't it intriguing? I mean, these are human beings. I know it was 1900 years ago, but they were as human as you and me. It's just amazing to me, if I understand correctly, that people would pay money to watch gladiators. Did they fight to the death? Did they fight? I mean, how, 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 did, they, how did a gladiator... Uh, battle or or game end? Yeah, well, that's a good question. And I think uh, it, it really depended where you were in the Roman Empire, because I imagine every city was different. Rome itself was different than other outlying um, towns. And in Pompeii, we can only assume that it would, it would probably have been similar to what it was like elsewhere. So at times you had a human battling against another human, and as terrible as that may seem, that's 
what they did back then. So gladiator versus another gladiator. Uh, sometimes it was to the death, and sometimes it was just knocking the other gladiator unconscious and letting the audience decide what that the fate of that gladiator would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, other times there were unfortunately animals involved, um, and so it, it, it's definitely terrible by our modern day standards. But this was a part of their da- daily lives back then. The exhibition is open through September 4th, right? September 4th? That is correct. It is open until then, and um, definitely is going to be exciting. And uh, I, if you were to ask me to pick which of the artifacts is my favorite, I could not tell you because they're all just, <laughs> they're all just wonderful. And like I said, over 150, and they really tell this amazing story about how these people lived, worked, how they worshipped, how they entertained themselves, all facets and ways of life. Pompeii, the exhibition, is not included in the museum's entry. You'll have to pay for a timed entry ticket, so plan accordingly. If you're over the age of 12, you pay $18. Vula Saradakis is the Ph.D. curator there at the Museum of Science and Industry. Absolutely fascinating. Lula, thanks for your thoughts today. Thank you so much.